Hello everyone and welcome to the One Point Safety Show with Scouse Andy and Scott. This is a Washington Commanders and NFL podcast with a twist. We'll give you weekly updates on the trials and tribulations of the Commanders and have special guests along the way. Anyway, that's enough ramble for now. On with the pod. Hello everyone and welcome back to the One Point Safety Show with myself, Scott Hartley, and my co-host Andy Lockhart, Scouse Andy. How are you this week, mate? You alright? Yeah, it's Thursday, Thursday evening. I can't complain too much, I suppose. Yeah, how I are know you? the week. How are you doing? Really busy. The week's been very, very yeah. busy at work. So uh, yeah, I can't seem to get out of work at the minute. So I was in from six to half six today. So yeah, busy, busy time. But um, hopefully in the next couple of weeks it'll be back to normal i think but uh yeah lots and lots of health and safety issues going on which is uh what we want sorry mate sorry uh, mate. you talking to me then mate you're talking to me yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah boring exactly. hell bro boring hell yeah i know bore off anyway <laughs> so we're delighted to uh be joined again by a special guest on the show which seems to be regular occurrence at the minute but it is the off season so we want to try and get through as many people and as many voices as possible from the uk so we're delighted to be joined by Stuart Cullen. Who hit us How's up on Twitter? Hiya, mate. Nice to meet you, and nice to speak to you. He hit us mm-hmm. up on Twitter and um, just said, "Look, guys, can I come on?" And um, yeah, we're more than open to that. So if anyone is out there who is on Twitter, our handles are after the show. By all means, send us a message, and we'll uh, we'll probably get you on. So yeah, Stuart, thanks for coming on with us. Really appreciate you being here. Um, just going to ask you a few questions just to get your story on um, how you became a Washington Commanders, Redskins football team, whatever you want to call us or wherever you started. And we'll go from there. So how did you start to follow the team then? Well, first of all, thanks for having us on, guys. Um, But yeah, no, uh, so I started, I was born in DC in uh, 1984. So uh, actually two weeks after the Super Bowl loss to the the Raiders. So um, obviously my father was there on a posting. And uh, so we were there. Uh, Then moved back to the UK. um, But... Not only did he bring me back, he brought back a video, uh, like an NFL films, a tale of two seasons it was. Um, and that video almost became the cornerstone to my fandom kind of thing. So bumped around, watched it a few times growing up. And then probably around 99, 2000, uh, dug it out again with a mate. We watched it as we were playing Madden, took a break, watched the video. And then uh, that basically changed the whole course of my uh, fandom. Really got into it, as did my mate. And then it was uh, pretty much every game from then on in cool man. wow yeah that's that that's really cool i mean it's funny isn't it because we've all seemingly myself scouse uh, andy burrows big shout out to burrows yourself and others who've had on we all seem to be like this next generation of british fan if you like you have the older school um and no offense tony i know you've been on the show before or mike um but you've got that that school of the 80s who have been through it all, were young, grew up and went through the 80s side. Uh, and then you've got our kind of fandom. I mean, I was still a little bit later than you. Scouse, you were kind of in between. But you're kind of on that 99, 2000 is kind of where this generation of fans all, almost started, which is um, really interesting to hear because you, like us, will have not seen much winning, which is uh, really No, exactly. That's really why we're difficult. so jaded, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. jaded then. The good old fan Snyder, fan Snyder era. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. that. So yeah. not good. What do you think is the hardest thing then, being a fan abroad, Stuart? What would you say? Uh, there's a few things. I mean, obviously the uh, time difference, like for the late games. I mean, we're not often on prime time, but uh, 
when we are, it's it is a bit of a pain. But um, yeah, obviously do my best to stay up or go for it them, from there. Then then Thursday night or Monday yeah. night football, Tuesday morning football, as I yeah, call it. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, they are they but, are quite uh, hard. Them. One of the things I really like, I don't struggle with. It just almost annoys me more than anything. Is sometimes the pandering to the like the overseas fan is um sometimes everything's dumbed down a bit when they think they're talking about fans overseas and as like as you guys know and we know just as much or if not more kind of thing because you dive down so much so much deeper yeah it's, it's difficult I mean I, I'll be perfectly frank with you I'm not your ex's nose kind of guy but I know enough about the NFL as a whole going around who's doing what who's who's signed for what who which position is which and Scouse is exactly the same I mean we're not going to pull out the fandom like your Tony Wheat who can sit here and reel off every you know every <laughs> Super Bowl winning first round quarterback um, you know, he's, he's that sort of guy. But and there are X's and O's people out there who we, we fully appreciate. Yeah. But I agree with you. There are a lot of really, really talented British fans who understand the game more, more than Americans. Um, and you, you're right. In some ways, it does it does get pandering to that. But we've built quite a really good um, community up here within the podcasting world. And, you know, I'm grateful to our American brethren across the across the way who let us on their podcasts and um we're kind of turning the tide a bit here, so um, I'm glad definitely. you're in our corner fighting with a British, uh, British fan. So yeah, it's, definitely fly, fly that flag, man. Fly, fly that, flag. that flag, mate. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I must um, say I have noticed in like in the last few years, obviously, probably what with the podcast coming up everywhere, kind of thing. There is a real community, kind of in the UK on the on the well Washington fans. Yeah, there's a yeah, good few of us. I think and... we all suffering, all suffering together, aren't we? Really, <laughs> we are indeed. Yeah, we are. Indeed. Well, misery loves misery loves company, doesn't it? So, it, yeah, it, that's does, it? That's it, it man. That's it. it uh, you got questions, Oh, I think that's why we're quite, um, quite in, like you know, as you, as you mentioned, that kind of like a camaraderie kind of team, team UK Washington fan. If that makes sense. Um, I'm just thinking about kind of going back to your kind of times, uh, Stuart. Um, What's your kind of favourite moment of being a Redskins fan or, or a Commanders fan? Like, what's your best play? Like, you know, is there a favourite play that stands out? Or I mean, that is a, like that? that's a great question. Um, when uh, when you sent it through the other day, I was like, uh, it brought up some great memories and also some sad ones. I think off the top of my head, my probably favourite one that I saw live would probably be the uh, Mike Vanderjack block field goal by wow. Sean Taylor, who then... Oh, yeah, yeah. And went the other way. Went the other way, and then obviously we got the field goal for the win. Um, I say I saw that. Right, yeah, that, that, that was on TV. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. I've got a real bad habit of every time I've been to a game, Washington have lost and, and lost bad as well. So, oh nice. So you're not invited. Yes. <laughs> next year. <laughs> no, well, you don't want me. My first game I went to was uh, against the Eagles, and we lost forty-two-seven, and I got oh, tear nice. gassed in the stadium. So that was good. <laughs> And then I saw them lose to the Saints when it's Sean Sweezum uh, missed like a 23-yard field goal to win it. Oh, no. And then obviously the tie in London, that was painful. And then, so you've, um, been a, you've been a couple of times to um, FedEx, have you? Yeah, no, I've been, been a few times. been lucky enough to go over a few times. Went with my yeah. dad for my 18th. And then um, uh, we had like a family trip over. And then I went with my fiance as well to a game. Uh, she into it. She misses into it. So uh, she, um, when we like hooked up, started going out, kind of thing. She realised that if she wanted to see me on a Sunday when I was like going back to the work to base, kind of thing, she would have to watch it basically. So uh, she's got into it. She's a 49ers fan. Um, All right, okay. So she's uh, she's had some great times, but uh, <laughs> mm. 
Open up, up until this year. Yes, dodge, yeah, yeah, dodgy yeah. elbow guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, oh, why yeah. that's why he's uh, Brock Purdy's the uh, the Mr. Irrelevant, I suppose. But hey, it's just bad luck that I thought they were really Mr. good. Mr. No elbow, Mr. No yeah, elbow. Mr. No elbow. That's him. Yeah, but no, there's been some some really good ones. Obviously, like the Monday Night Miracle. I remember uh, recording that, waking up, watching that one, and that was that was great as well. But uh, yeah, I'd probably go with the block field goal by Sean Taylor. Yeah, that's awesome. That was nice because that ended up being like we, we took it. That was like what was like five seconds to go. That's and right. Yeah, it, and, and Taylor blocked it, and then it kind of went yeah. back with it. But then it was a holding penalty, wasn't there? Or something? Uh, face so, ma- I got a face, a face mask. mask yeah, that's right. Yeah. Face mask. That's right. And then it ended up being a knocking us four into 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 field goal yeah. range for us, and uh, there was no no time on the clock. But he yeah, gave it was us not, the, they, uh, those ones don't often go away. But yeah, yeah, and that guy nailed it through. Yeah, it was great. So, any, you've got player. any other any other interests out there apart from Washington that you want to tell us about that you're, um, you're interested oh, I'm into, in? Like, I'm into all my American sports, really. So, yeah, all I love right. the baseball, but uh, I'm an Orioles fan for the baseball because Washington didn't have a team uh, when I was growing up. So, yeah. Yeah, Orioles fan, and I wasn't just going to jump ship to Fair a new enough. thing. Yeah. Um, obviously, I've got like wife, a uh, couple of kids knocking about. So, uh, they take up a lot of time. Yeah, just family time then. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Um, it's completely. Yeah. In really into shuffleboard at the moment, playing a lot of that kind of thing. Cool. Yeah, okay. with a couple of mates. Yeah, I've been invited out to the World Championship. So uh, that oh, should nice. be pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah. but no, wow. I'm not that many good. I think they're just desperate for numbers, man. Yeah. But uh... <laughs> don't do yourself down. Don't do yourself UK down. Again. Don't do but yourself no, yeah, down. Like, um, yeah, like Washington, American football is my, is my number one passion. Definitely. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, All-time favourite player for you then? Oh, so again, like harking back to that video, like Taylor two seasons, like the eighties and that. So Joe Theismann was probably yeah. my idol growing up. Like, I even like used to get birthday presents from him. Like my mum used to send them from Joe Theismann, uh, but Daryl Green and, and John Riggins as well. But uh, they do say never meet your heroes. And when I met Joe Theismann, I don't want to get political, but he was more than happy to sign this MAGA hat and started waxing oh, lyrical. So I was like, okay. Okay. Oh mate, yeah, yeah. It happens quite a lot that you know you, don't, you meet your heroes and, and you let you down, you know. It's like, <laughs> oh, wish you never met, you know. <laughs> um, no, he, he was great. He signed a couple of things for me, and yeah, nice guy. That's cool. And what about cannabis? Your current favorite player? I mean, obviously the easy answer, the obvious answer, as a few people have said, is Terry McLaurin. He's he's great, and you often wonder where we'd be without him. But um. The state of our team at the moment. I mean, you can't really look past Tresway because he's always, mm-hmm. always doing something. You're um, the second one who said that yeah. in recent weeks. Yeah, Mister Consistent Man. Mr. Yeah, consistent. so consistent, like pro bowler, and um, but just good and also like a funny guy as well, kind of thing. Yeah, he's cool, isn't he? Like, you ever watch his Hang Time shows? Yeah, his Hang Time show and like yeah, when cool, man. Mic'd cool, up, man. he was funny. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah I do like, funny. there's a little story if you watch him on YouTube about Tressway going back to when he was in high school, I think, and they picked him up at NFL Films, picked him up and said, oh, we're going to watch this kicker, because he was a kicker at the time. And it was, oh, yeah, we're going to watch Tressway. And then they went back, obviously, to now, I think it was 2020 season, I think, they uh, they went back to see him. And on there, you can see what's, what sort of guy he is. There's like a there's a kid who obviously shouts as he comes out the tunnel saying, it's my birthday, and he he runs back. And goes, yeah, oh, okay, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, you've seen it, have you? Yeah, it's well yeah. cool. And I just think, no, that's the sort of guy that you you want to be around. Do you know what I mean? Who can, you can live off. And it's quite clear that even with the specialists and the you know the camaraderies there, the the video for Jeremy Reeves 
you you can see yeah. that 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 bond is there, you know, in in the locker room, and he's obviously a well liked guy. I mean, he, he's by far and away our longest serving player now, and I think what, is this is his thirteenth season now coming in. Yeah, he's certainly got a few years under his belt, but um, again, also he's, like thirty two or thirty three, I think he is now. I don't know. I just hope mm. he goes on forever. To be fair, <laughs> but, you know, so, as I mean, a punter, you can technically. I don't know. Could, can you be? Can you be forty? Yeah. Maybe yeah. forty five. I don't know. You know, maybe forty five. I think forty is reasonable. Yeah, I think forty. Yeah, so we we'll probably, hopefully, we've got him for another six to seven years or so, <laughs> going on from there. Well, well no, that's been. Need him. <laughs> it's it's been amazing listening Especially to your story and, um, <laughs> and and understanding what, what why you became a fan really and you know what gripped you with it and and how you became a Washington Redskins fan and obviously a Commanders fan. Last question I'm going to ask you then is, what do you think of the name? Are you used to it yet? Do you like uh, it? I, I I don't like the Commander's name. Um, okay. I thought, first of all, I thought like the rollout was absolutely abysmal. I know like this uh, president, Jason Wright and that, he's made some real cock-ups, I think, um, like with how he's brought things about. I know he obviously didn't choose a name. Um, I really, I really grew to like the football team. I thought... Um, I thought it was quite good. Um, my friend, he had a really good line. It was like when Prince started calling himself the artist, like you're the, yeah. the you're you're the definition of of the football team, as it were. Mm-hmm. But um, I understand why it had to change. Um, it certainly, I mean, doesn't stop me wearing my stuff, as you can see. Or we've all done it. We've all yeah. got it. We've all got all got yeah. you know Redskins gear, and we're we're should not afraid to say should, say should that. Should my mate. office, mate? <laughs> yeah. But it's funny enough, like stuff in here, mate. Yeah, all yeah. the kids' stuff that I had growing up, like my kids have kids wear now, kind of thing, like genuine AC stuff, which is quite funny. You get some funny looks in the play- playground sometimes, but uh, you can't yeah. say that. <laughs> but um, hopefully, with a new owner, um, I know it's ridiculous to say, but hopefully, a new name. Maybe, I, I, maybe I, we'll go down that route. I don't. I know, would just... love. I would love to go back to the Redskins. <laughs> I, I can't see that happening. I, but, I, I uh, imagine that. Imagine Bezos happen. comes in and just goes, "Fuck it, I'm bringing <laughs> back the Redskins." Oh man, be... instant, instant love right there for Bezos straight away. Yeah, well, I mean, all the fans to come back and everything. Honestly, fans, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, you could say the branding's been a. Uh, a bit of a balls up, um, for want of a better term, really. I mean, the the ticket sales are obviously at their lowest they've ever been. Yeah. Um. I mean, you will, will know it if you lived out there. You'll know it more than we we do. Um. You know, there used to be years where you know divorces. People used to get divorced and put season well, tickets. Season, in season the ticket thing was, yeah. That was like the fifty was year the wait. years yeah. waiting list. Unbelievable. Now you can walk in and choose where you want to sit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go, exactly. True. Oh yeah, I want that seat there, and you're going to get it. You know, it's ridiculous. It's man. crazy. And um, I'm kind of getting used to the name now. It's been a year. We're, we're there. I'm, you know, I'm wearing a t-shirt. I'm used to you know, it. I've got a commander's hat. You've got a hat. We're, we've we've seen the inaugural commander's game, so that was, you know, that was awesome to go and physically watch that and be like, yeah, you know, we, it seems like it's new, but for me, it almost seems like it's that expansion franchise rather than being the historical that's franchise the that it was. And that's what um, you're going to get from the new owners, aren't you, as well? They're going to say the same things. Like, well, I'm not buying the Redskins. I'm buying some correct. new franchise, mm. some expansion team. Definitely. You know? I mean, it was a shame, like some of the other names that were knocking around, like Red Wolves or, or Red Tails and all that kind of thing, which had like a bit more meaning. The Commanders thing is, I think it's just a cheap play at the, the military in the area. But it's, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it. I mean, I'm, I am, I'm getting used to it, but... I mean, I was fuming. I was fuming when we first changed it. We were going to change it to the football team in the first place. 
I was like, no, what are we doing here? I mean, uh, no. Well, no, it's a disappointing time for sure. I just think it took too long as well. Yeah. I think it just yeah, took two years too long. to come up with commanders is a bit. Well, the fact so... that the Cleveland uh, Indians changed to the Guardians within six months, kind of thing, and yeah, and that was a good name as well, and I had a time to the city and everything. And I think having the the Chiefs still being called the Chiefs, still doing the tomahawk chop. Yeah, I mean, every time awesome. I saw that, every time I saw that on Sunday, I was just you know sitting there thinking, how's this allowed? You know what I mean? When we're yeah, well, their so sponsors true. haven't got involved, have they? Because obviously. Dan again, like we've said a few bad things against him, but he was like determined he wasn't going to change the name. But as soon as the money stopped coming in, and as they say, money talks, but as they do say, winning cures everything. I've put a couple of winning seasons under under the belt, and then well, yeah, I think, well yeah, I think that's all we've got, got, got to do. And I think that, yeah, you're right, you're absolutely right to recognize there has been mistakes in the way that things have been done. I think that they are aware of that and they are getting better at doing things. I mean, you, you recently spoke to Jason Andy on the bunker pod. So again, shout out to Freddie and, uh, and Andy for doing that um, and getting him on. And he, you know, he explained that they look at a two, three, five year process, especially off the field. We were lucky enough to meet him um, before the first game of the season this year. And he was open and honest and talked to us about things that had gone on, um, you know, mistakes that had been made around, obviously, Sean Taylor the first time round when yeah. they tried to do that. And then the second time it didn't really, you know, again, it didn't really look like it was, you know, it was all um, thought out well, but that was done by the family, you know, and they were they were quite happy with what was what was done what, um, yeah. for I mean, him. I mean, Jason told us that's exactly what his daughter was actually the one who made the, yeah. the Sean Taylor. I think um, it was really stringing. What's really good about Jason Wright is he does talk to people, mm-hmm. and uh, he is he is quite open. Whereas, like in the past, obviously we've been a complete <laughs> closed book, haven't we? Yeah, know? look at yeah, look yeah. at the quality dudes we've had. Yeah, uh, G- GM Vinny Serato, scumbag, Bruce Allen, even Bruce worse. Allen. You know what wow. I mean? You know yeah. you, can, you can't get worse than these dudes. I mean, but Jason is a really really nice dude. You know, when you speak to him, he's a really nice guy. Um, he's got he's got loads of time for you, even though he's a really busy guy. Well, thank you for um, letting us know your story, really, Stuart. Really appreciate mm-hmm. you being on here with us and giving us a follow and, you know, the the this feedback that you've given us for the pod. Um, we really appreciate that. And thank you for joining us. Obviously, stick no worries, with us for the, rest, for the rest of the show. Well done. Uh, we've got, well, yeah, yeah, that's fine. No problem at all. We've got a bit of news then. So ROC Search is still here. Obviously, if uh, Scouse bet his life on it last week and Ron Rivera seems to have let I him down. I would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> he was adamant that we'd have Cheers, an OC in place yeah, um, yeah. by the time we recorded this. Uh, Eric Bienemy interviewed this morning. I know that he was out um, last night uh, with the top brass off the Washington uh, commanders as well. Uh, and we've also recently interviewed Greg Roman as well. Um, for me, I think we're down to the final two candidates. It's either one of these two who are, is going to get the job. Um, I mean, you could still throw a left left curveball and be like, right, you know, here's one out of left field. Here's um, Pat Shermer or Ken Zampisi. But I don't think that's going to happen. Um the two long, guys, I was going to say, besides the two you mentioned, you the two guys, so yeah. I think Zampisi is going to be the backup plan. I think I think he's Plan C. If that makes sense. Uh, okay. Um, you, uh, do you guys think that they would want want the job? Well, that's the question that's been asked, isn't it? That is, that, is that why is would part, yeah. why yeah. would Eric Bieniemy want this job? Now, I get that and I understand that, but he's out of contract. Doesn't have a contract with Kansas City anymore. 
And it seems like Andy Reid has come yeah, out. But you don't just that jump into bed with the, the first bird back, do you? Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, maybe not. Well, maybe, maybe it depends how you play the game. But but in saying that, I mean, with with the enemy, yeah, of course you, you can look at the the pieces we've got, and we have got some nice pieces on offense. We just need to improve certain areas. O line for one. And do you trust Howell or not? They're, they're the two biggest. And obviously, yeah, probably a tight end as well. Probably tight end one we need. But so it, it can be attractive to an OC, especially someone like him who's been under Andy Reid's shadow for so long. Is it is it is Andy Reid doing all the play calling or is it is it the enemy? We don't know that. And that's the reason why he needs to come out of there and go somewhere different. He's obviously Definitely. not good enough with, with sorry, um, he's not good enough to go with the head coaching jobs because he, he just doesn't seem to interview well. Because I think he's had about yeah. 12 or 13 head coaching interviews and he's not got one of them. So what's that tell you about him? Is it that he's a bit rough around the edges or he just doesn't interview very well or you know, don't like the, the, the vibe you get from him? What is it? There's definitely something not quite right with him, and that's why I don't want him. It is. I'd rather. Go on, mate. Oh, I was saying it is. It is strange that he has never been like got the shot at the head, the head coaching job. But um, I mean, I sorry to cut you off earlier. But I was just I, one of the reasons why you think he would hopefully want the job is with the hopefully impending sale, and I think Ron will be out with Dan. I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think Ron would last two minutes. But what happens if Eric goes as well because of it? Well, I think. Well, do you think <laughs> that's I think the risk you're taking? Man. Yeah, I, th- I think it's, yeah, a risk. Got... it's a big risk for him. Like, it's a big risk. risk. He's putting his reputation on the line big time if he comes here. To be fair, it's yeah. interesting, is it? Because if we get a sale done by <clears> March, um, they may move on from Ron, but it may be later on into the season, or it may be like midway through the season. We don't know. But well, if we you can thought... see that. The offense is lighting it up and they're doing well, um, you know, two or three, four games in. He might get a chance at the head coach. And that's what he's probably thinking in his own mind is, I mean, if I was in Eric Bienemy's position right now, I'd be thinking to myself, right, this is a win-win for me. If I do well and I prove that I'm doing well with an offense and we all get sacked and a new owner comes in and removes us, I've got a chance on the next carousel that's going to go around in the next close season to be a head coach. Or he might well, keep me. Tanks. Well, yeah, he might if he's crap, then you lose your job. That's how it works. In <laughs> but the then, NFL. but then you've lost your reputation. You know? At the moment, his stock is at as high as yeah, it's ever going to be. Is. Of course, it is. Yeah. So, you know, so what I'm saying but he's it's, betting it's, on it's himself, isn't it? It's, it's risk. It's fifty-fifty risk, yeah. man. He's betting on himself, and and it, it, well, in any, well, yeah, in any if, you, if you bet on yourself and you're a better man, fair enough. But you know, sometimes you've got to do that, though, haven't you? If you have sat head, under the shadow of a, a I was Hall of Fame coach, I was on a head coach. Is still there? It's not. It's gone. It's gone. You took John that? Gannon, was it? Gannon, or has he yeah. gone to the Colt? Gone to the Colts. Both oh, of the Philip, both of the Philadelphia, both of the Philadelphia. I thought that was defensive, no, defensive and offensive co- uh, offensive coordinators from Philly have gone and took gone. head coaches' jobs. One's at the Colts, the other ones at the. Um, You're right, John Gannon. Uh, the cards. Yeah. My bad, yeah, John my bad. Gannon. Yeah, that was Monday, I think he or Tuesday. Uh, it might right. have been Tuesday morning. He went. Not keep up so, with the times, um, man. Nah, Ian Rappaport, no. thanks very much. Yeah. Super Bowl <laughs> hangover. <laughs> and yeah. the head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah I think it's him. I think you're right. I think it's either Eric Bienemy or Greg or, or Greg Roman. Um Greg Roman would obviously bring you a completely different offense that would 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 pander towards more running, uh, more of a run game. But he's done well with Lamar. Um yeah, is Lamar a legit quarterback? I don't know. He's got an arm, but you don't see it enough to to say, yeah, you, you know, you are well, you are that the thing, guy. The thing is, though, it's, it's it's like anything with Lamar. Lamar is like one of the best athletes there is out there. But his, his arms, he's got decent arm strength. 
but his accuracy is not great. But the thing is, is that he's done. He doesn't. He's never had great wide receivers. It's true. If he, if he if he came to us, which could easily be a big splash from the new owners, by the way, because he is a, he's, he's going to be available. Because they're not because they're nowhere near in contract signing with uh, with Baltimore. There's nowhere I, I, near this, it. I just hundred million short guaranteed. I do not see how you're going to pay a quarterback fifty five plus million a year. It's just. Not with our cap space, no way. It's just oh, not going to happen. You do. We just get all rookies and just shout off the off the off the uh, off the back <laughs> of the back Maybe. end there. You know, like Taylor Heineke esque style of player. I think the you problem know, with the, the couch problem with Lamar as well that he wants all his money fully guaranteed. Yeah, he does. Um, because Deshaun Watson got his guaranteed, and he's a Thank lot worse. Thank you, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. It was yeah, his exactly. fault. He was the first one who started that. Yeah. So his fault. We'll blame him. But yeah. this is this is what people don't want to hear, and they don't want to hear that we did actually have a guy who, you know, in the building who could have potentially started for us for the next ten years, and he's in Minnesota. But people don't want to hear that. Um, they don't want to hear that. They just look at him and think, nah, he's not for us. And Kurt's got his one of Shanahan's last, wasn't it? One of, yeah. one of his uh, picks. It was uh, indeed. And he was, you know, so he was a, he's a solid quarterback. You know, but that was, our fault, that. that was our fault. That was our fault. We we, we bought well, that. Bruce the yeah, low balled him. Yeah. They low balled totally. him originally. They could have got him, I reckon, reasonable at the time. And and Bruce like, no, no, we need to see more, we need to see more. We'll tag you. Okay, then, but then that's it then. Goodbye. Derek Carr's a free agent this week. They didn't pay him his money, so there's one. There's one there as well yeah. who could potentially, uh, you know, come and come come here. But and he looks like the, he doesn't want to go to the Saints. But it's all but about the money, isn't the money. It? It's all about the money. It's all about the money. It's all about that money. But Derek so, Carr was so bad though. He was so bad for the Raiders that this year just gone. He <laughs> was it? terrible. Yeah. But is that coaching feel... or is yeah. it him? Because. I said it before on this show and people laughed at me and they laughed at me on the Burgundy Zone, uh, sorry, the Bleeding Burgundy pod as well. But if you actually take his stats and you look at him, no one through five years has through more touchdowns to interception ratio ever in the NFL. No one. Look at his yards, <clears throat> look at his stats. He's got a brand new coach and then he's had five offensive coordinators in five years at the Raiders. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's, 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 he's a bit right in there, wouldn't he? Yeah. Mm. So maybe, maybe. I mean, I advocated for him. I'll be honest with you. I really yeah. did advocate for him. But um, yeah, but again, I think how much are you going to pay someone? How much are you going to pay him? We can't. We just can't. You're do looking that. at minimum thirty mil, aren't you? Looking minimum thirty. Yeah, we can't do that. Um, so the sale then, we talked a little bit about it there. Um, the sale's been slow um, from what I'm led to believe. I keep hearing various journals, national journals or local journals say that the sale, they're still hopeful that it'll be done before the uh, owners meet in, in March, which is towards the end of March. Um, and not to expect any massive free agency signing or blowouts because the problem you have with free agency is someone has to sign that check. Um, and all the signing bonuses that you pay to a free agent are come out of the owner's pocket. And obviously at the moment, Dan's not going to do that. And I don't think there's a way that you can have an agreement in place with the NFL where you can say, right, I'll sign this player and I'll sign this check. Um, by the way, I'm going to add that to the sale fee. Um, I just don't don't think that that happens. That's maybe something that they need to change. You know, if a it team could, is in it a... It could be a gentleman's agreement, though, even though Dan's yeah, yeah, not a gentleman. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's kind of... I mean, you could you know, put money in escrow accounts, and you, you there's there's ways and means of doing things in business. I mean, I'm not. I'll, sp- a I'll sponsor you for but, whatever for hundred million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it could be, it could be Man something City-esque, like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but the funny thing is, I think when Carolina was sold to Tepper um, a few years ago, Ron obviously went through this himself, and 
Ron was trying to sign free agents and it was a case of they were going to the current owner and then they were going to the new owner and saying, well, what, who, who, who are we going to here for a decision? So, but we're not at that stage yet because bids are obviously still going in. The only one that we know who's definitely name is, is linked and on the table is Josh Harris from the 76ers um, and also owns other uh, other teams, sporting teams as well. Net worth of just over six billion, but he hasn't got liquid assets. Um, so again, that you'd have to sell one. You'd, you'd, yeah. you'd have to sell one of his franchises. Well, he bought the seventy sixes for four hundred million, I think, back in two thousand and nineteen, I believe, and they reckon that's going to sell for a that could potentially sell for about four billion. So really? there's a, okay. yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a yeah. lot of money. He has got a lot of money, but it's, it's whether he's yeah, it's all locked into things. Yeah. It's whether he's willing to do things. And he had yeah, a tour of, he had a tour of Ashburn this week uh, on, or, or running up to the Super Bowl. It might be last Probably week. Thought, what a shit tour. all this is. I'm, I'm, I'm withdrawing my bid. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a local, he's a local, local guy. He though, is, he's, he's a local, local guy. guy he so I wonder how much he'd get for selling his uh, share in uh, Crystal Palace as well. Yeah, his palace. Isn't well, he exactly palace as well. Yeah. I forgot. Thanks, Stuart. Yeah. Appreciate you bringing that up. I couldn't, but couldn't remember. I did know he had he had sporting uh, teams. You also need, remember his palace. To, to buy a team as well. You got to have at least thirty percent in cash, right there. Yeah, that's it. So if you're so if you're buying it for six bill, that's two billion <laughs> in cash. He ain't two got billion two billion in cash. cash. That's a certainty, and I mean, we that's know, the we, other know thing we know somebody is... who has, and he's bald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's still being talked about, but again, it's. I mean, he'll he come in last minute. Coming, he, he can he'll, come he'll do what the eBay do, you know, the sniper at the end, of like, the last second of the actual auction. That, 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 that's what Bezos will do, bang right, right at the end. Well, I'm telling you, I mean, that's it's the dream, though, isn't it? Bezos is it part. though? Is it though? Oh, I don't think I, it's that easy. Like, like, I, mean, I, I think when you, I think when you're the richest man in the world, uh, which or, or the second richest yeah. man in the world, I don't know who he is. I think it's still Elon Musk, but well, anyway, e- either or, when you're in that top category of you know wealth. You got to do some shady shit. I think somewhere oh, along the line. Oh, there's no doubt about it. But remember, we've had like the, one of the shadiest guys going for the last. Oh, I, I no doubt. Yeah, I mean, any, anybody's not going to win. To, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So even if, even if Bezos is shady, you know. But also, uh, like we would solve, obviously, morals aside, it would solve a lot of problems. Your new stadium would be up. Yeah, it would be fantastic. You'd be having a Super Bowl there within five years. Your staff would be the best staff in the world because we pay the most. Yep. And also he doesn't have any other teams. So this in theory would be his sole, I wouldn't, his focus. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he holds out and buys the Seahawks because he's from Are they Seattle. For sale? Uh, no, there will be potentially next year. Potentially, next yeah. year, yeah, they're talking about it next year. Well, so, I mean, don't forget Bezos has been always slagging Dan off for about well, five years point, now at least. Exactly. In the Washington Post, in the, and that's the, the sticking point, point, isn't it? Yeah. That's the that's point. That's why Dan doesn't want to sell to yeah. But also as well, why would Bezos be doing that though? Why would he be doing underhanded stuff to Dan unless he wants the team? He really wants the team. Why would also, he do it otherwise? You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense otherwise. Also though, like hopefully the sale does go through. But did you see that Dan had registered his uh, res- <laughs> residence in the UK as a... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's living in Burroughs' yeah. back garden. We keep yeah. telling him <laughs> he's in London, so he's in Burroughs' back tent. garden. Uh, do you reckon yeah. with uh, five or six billion in his back pocket, he'd be looking to buy in the Premier League? Who knows? No, no, oh. no. We, he can. He, he well, can... Oh, no, I, I don't. Well, think a bit of Tottenham might, might be up for sale. Or <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Well, lucky balls, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. To be I, fair, I Liverpool think... are for sale as well, aren't they, at the moment? Exactly. So I'd be devastated if Liverpool are on that. 
be hilarious. I'd, oh, mate, I'd to, I think I'd have to leave Liverpool completely alone. I mean, if that's the um, if Dan Snyder goes there, I think he, awful, uh, he. I think he'll see his uh, his days out on a on a yacht flying around wherever <laughs> he wants to go to. So yeah, he does that now that. anyway. Well, I think I think that's exactly where he's going to go. Um, and I think the good things we can look at the sale from is he wasn't there the last few games. He wasn't at the uh, retirement, Sonny's uh, retirement um, jersey retirement. He wasn't there for that. He wasn't there for the final game of the season. He hasn't been present for quite a lot of the time. Obviously, he had his suspension anyway, where he was uh, away. Yeah, OK, well, we'll see what we'll see what that means. But hopefully this is now the time to get rid of him and we can look towards a brighter future um, with a new owner, potentially a new stadium. Hopefully it drives the fans back into the stadium because if you're going to support the, the team and you've been long suffering like we have for this amount of time, you know, it, this is probably the best times ahead. You could potentially say over these next five years, you know, five to 10 years, we should be thriving. Um, but obviously a lot is about what's on the field. You know, we're not really bothered about what's off the field. It's what's on the field that we watch every Sunday, and that's where well, we have so what, to improve. What, what what is it? What is the product? The product is football, isn't it? Of course, so, it is. Yeah. If it's not good enough, then you, no fan's going to be happy. So that's true. If, but the biggest thing, the biggest thing for me is that if, if Dan Snyder goes, and it doesn't matter who it is, it could be anyone, it could be you know, it doesn't matter. But they we're going to get a lot. We're going to get an instant. I reckon twenty five percent, maybe even more. Our fans just going straight back into getting season tickets. Just straight I'm away. Gonna get, I'm going to get on a plane. Just because Dan's gone. <laughs> I'm going to get on a plane, that's, that's for sure. I'll be at that yeah. parade, no problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Send me that party invitation, you know, I'll and, be there. Um, and I think, and that's it, you, you can, and you can get, you can win the fans back. The fans are there. They're not left, yeah. as in like, they've left them to support another team. And they do. That's like, that's like a half-hearsed, oh yeah, you know, I kind of like them now because we're shit. No. They'll yeah, I never back. understood, I they never will understood come that back, with man. a, that's one mm. thing I never understood with American, you know, people like that. They can just flip flop between teams like so yeah, easily, you know. Yeah. And you've been a fan since nineteen ninety nine, Stuart. You, you've been a fan, and obviously prior to that as a, as a as a kid, but you clearly pinned your colours to the mass then. Scouser, you've been what late eighties, early nineties, was it for you as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was more ninety two for me. Yeah, so just missed it. So we I kind of remember bits and pieces of the of the last Super Bowl. We won, but... so we're all quite long suffering that way. But even when we're abroad, we're not leaving this team. So I just don't get that. I just it's loyalties yeah, maybe a big that, thing, yeah. you know. I think us. I think loyalties a thing in, in the UK. I think that's, that's yeah, I think so too. Quite quite ingrained, I think, in us. You know, as your, your football team or whatever sports team you're into, it's kind of like we are. That's who we are. We, we identify with that. You know what I mean? And yeah, all of mine are absolutely terrible. Sometimes, <laughs> yep, yep. What would be the fun of supporting a good team? I tell you that. Well, it's, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. New, Newcastle Falcons, Washington Commanders, and Carlisle United. Oh my word! Oh. It's just yeah, awful. Very. Oh, I've awful. got Blackburn Rovers and uh, and the Baltimore Orioles. So uh, oh, well. it's, it's a shambles on every front. <laughs> Fair enough. At least you've seen some wins, uh, Scouts. <laughs> yeah. Give you that one. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. More recently, anyway. So we'll move it on then to our next segment, which is my favourite segment of the week. It is Scouse's Sizzle. So what have you got for us this week, Scouse? For me, it's it's all about the um it's again it's it's all about this uh this OC search. It's like how why is it taking Ron so long to make the decision? It's like this guy takes forever and he gives you he gives you missed messages all the time. You don't know what you don't know what to believe from when one talks to you. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, well, 
why taking so long? Now, give me the oh, the be enemy thing and all the rest of it. But he's been in the building today. We still not heard anything. So if you're waiting for him to be your number one guy, why haven't you offered him the job? Or if you have, why has BNME said no? Because otherwise it would have been done. It'd be able to be announced. So what's going on there? So so my, my biggest sizzle today is about Von, man. He, he needs to get a grip. He needs to become more decisive. Sick and tired of his kind of half ass flaming things he's saying. Oh, uh, the, the, run, the run game's got to be two to one. And then he calls back and says, well, that's, you know, I didn't mean it like that. You know what I mean? It's like, no, no, bro. Give us a clear message. Stick with it. Stop bullshitting us, and just and that's, just make the bloody decision, man. Do my head right in. Well said. <laughs> Absolutely well said. I totally agree. We're in a you. month now. What's it been a month since Scott? I know it's been fired? a month. I'm just I'm just looking in just in case while we were on air. <laughs> nothing nothing's changed. It's still it's still ridiculous, Izzy, man. Izzy, Willy won't he? Willy won't he? No one no one really knows what's going on there. But, one, you yeah. need to sort yourself out, man. So, Start playing golf, lads. Start playing golf. <laughs> Get on the phone. Yeah. Get on the phone. Come on, and man. I, I actually the, offer the job to somebody. Give the man a break. He's entitled to play his golf game. He's had a month. Alone. That's a long break, bro. He was. He, what? He hasn't had a month off work though. <laughs> he's been. He's been in the what, building. What's he been doing? I, I know that. I, I don't what's know, he been doing? Yes, he hasn't hired anybody. He's not fired anyone since Scott Turner. What's he been doing? No, I don't, Nothing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> playing, playing, sure. flaming. Playing flame and golf with Anthony Lynn. That's what he's been doing. Maybe. Man, now there's a shout too. Has he been picked up anywhere? Where did he go anywhere? No, he's still, he's, no, he's still, still, he's still alive, where he's at, isn't he? Yeah, he's still where mm, he's at. Interesting. So we'll wrap this one up then for the week and we'll finish it off. We'll go into a bit more detail next week. We'll go through position group by position group and stuff like that. But And hopefully have a new OC to talk about. But we'll go through this year in brief moments. So I'll ask you both these questions. So what was your highlight of the year this year then, Stuart, from this season just gone? Um, it'd probably it'd have to be the Eagles game. I think the Eagles game was... Uh... I mean, we've got history of like knocking off people's undefeated seasons. We did the Steelers a couple of years ago. Yep. And uh, the funny thing and that was, was away like, as well, wasn't it? That yeah. was away as well. <laughs> it was thirteen and zero, I think they were at the time, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The funny thing was, I was uh, I was in that Philadelphia bar in London uh, the day before, uh, meeting a mate for a few drinks, and got chatting to the staff in there. I said, "Look, I tell you what, I think that the upsets on the cards and got laughed out the there <laughs> pretty much." But uh, I made sure I called back a week later <laughs> just to remind them. But yeah, no, that was amazing. That was that was a complete game, and often we don't see those from us. But that was that was great. What about yeah. you, Scouse? Your uh, your highlight Me? of the year? Yeah, I had the highlight of the season. Scott Turner being fired. <laughs> I the knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to say it. The guy's a joke. It. I'm glad he's I gone, knew. man. That's the that's the best part. And then the second best is obviously us being there for, in the first first game and seeing us actually win a game, which was nice. And seeing a Carson went decent deep ball for for once. So, so that was quite thing. nice. Yeah, very rare. Exactly, very rare. Yeah. So that, that was the second best thing for me. But for number one, by far, Scott Turner gone. For me, there's two highlights of the year. The first one was obviously, as you said, going to my first ever game um, live. Wasn't lucky enough to get tickets for the Bengals game in London and hadn't had a chance to go across. Poor Scouse, they had to sit next to me for, uh, you know, the eight hour journey each way. <laughs> Um, but we had a great weekend, met a lot of people out there who we've been speaking to for several years and really fantastic weekend. And we got a win out of it, which is you know unbelievable to see the first ever Commanders game. So that was a massive highlight for me. And the second one was Dallas, actually. I really enjoyed the Dallas game, final game of the season, even though it wasn't for anything. We went into it thinking 
we're going to get absolutely smashed here. It's going to be, you know, 30 plus point loss. Um, and how we spun that out, I don't, I don't know. It was as if the shackles were off, but the thing that was disappointing, I suppose, with that, and it was kind of a, a double edged sword there was the fact that where was that two weeks ago against the Browns, you know? And that, exactly. that energy just wasn't there. Well, um, well the thing is that that's, that's, that's the key word energy. Mm-hmm. Um, all the guys who played in the Dallas game were all kind of like the the guys who were like kind of on on the cusp of the team. They weren't actually the main starters because there was quite a lot out, wasn't there? Yeah. Uh, and the rest of the guys who were banged up. Obviously, the Browns who played all the guys were all banged up and obviously didn't produce shit. You know what I mean? But uh, that's why I think you should just give. That's why for me, it's a, it was a personnel problem. It was a personnel who you you picked to start that game throughout the whole team. So that's that's on Ron and that's on um, Del Rio as well. Yeah. And Scott Turner, um, as we've talked about before. So that's, another two, that's, an, that's another two pound <laughs> in the swear jar. We'll put that one in. Were your expectations met then for the season, Scouse? What did you think? <laughs> no. No. Just no? I mean, the minimum The minimum for me when, as a fan, I'm always thinking playoffs every single year. You know, As long as you make the playoffs, I mean, great if you could win the division. But if we can't, fair enough. As long as we make the playoffs. That's the bare minimum for me. That's the bare minimum standard. If you don't make that, you've not had a, a, an okay or decent season. Great if you can start getting some wins in there, even better. But minimum for me, playoffs. I mean, we didn't make the playoffs, we blew it. So for me, very, very disappointing, especially the last three or four games of the season. Really, basically, about- from, from Giants onwards, from the first game yeah. of Giants. What about Ridiculous. You, well, um, to be honest, I think they probably did meet the expectation because the moment they signed Carson Wentz, you just knew you weren't going anywhere. Um, my brother, my brother's also a, a Washington fan, and when the news broke, it's like, well, that's just—it's like thirty million, completely wasted. Is <laughs> is insane? Um, it was really disappointing. Like that's who we went with, and I mean, Dan, oh, sorry, uh, Ron was so lucky that he that he broke his finger and he could go back to uh, Heineke. Um, but uh, yes, unfortunately, they did meet the expectation. Eight and eight is is what. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to do much better than that. Yeah, I had us at ten wins. I had us at ten wins um, when looking at the schedule, um, and yeah, slight disappointment for me. Undercooked, um, obviously. For me, I was looking at eleven. I was expecting eleven wins this year from the mm-hmm. schedule that we saw. The teams I, you I played went... weren't very good teams. No, Most I went of them with weren't 10. very good teams. But I did not expect Philly to be as good as they were, and obviously, you've still got a win against them. So. Yeah, that was uh, you can't this, can't complain this, against that. But doesn't that. that show how frustrating that is to be a fan? Yeah, it's like yeah, you can absolutely. go out there and dominate one of the best teams in the NFL, and the Eagles were one of the best teams. No, they deserve to be in the Super Bowl, even though they got they must have like uh, prayed to some witch doctor or something to be able to get through the the playoffs with uh, all the injuries that the other teams had against them. So you know, they didn't have to try half the time. Um, but they are a very good side, a very a complete side, probably the most complete side out of all. Um, mm. And we and we went there and, and, and took it to them and I loved it. Why couldn't we do that every week? I don't understand. I don't understand what the difference is. Was it the the actual play call or was it the, the, the overall kind of scheme? Or was it that players are pissed off because of you know Taylor wasn't playing or because you know some dickhead said something in the dressing room or what what's the actual reason why we couldn't play like that every week? What is That's it? the million dollar question, isn't it? Oh, no, yeah. I don't think we're ever going to know. But what does um, it don't mean that, you know, this is what Ron's there to figure out, but it's like, yeah. you're getting paid shed loads of money, Ron, and you can produce games like that, but then you can produce absolute fucking tear games as well. And you've got the same players on the field. So what is well, that? I mean, 
I know it became a, a bit of a joke and a laughing thing amongst the fans, but it was so alarming that in that press conference when he didn't oh. know that they could be uh, eliminated that day. Unbelievable. And that's before him. So what's actually going on behind the scenes is like, did he enter the week preparing, not knowing that he could be eliminated? And you just, you don't know what that means, do you? And that's the thing what's really put me off wrong was that because we, obviously before, before that happened, you know, if you ask me about one, loads of respect, love the guy, blah, blah, blah. But, when you start cutting it down, that was the final straw for me. Like, wait a minute, you don't even know that he could be eliminated. Yeah. No, that's right. your that job. That's your job to know that. You're not coaching the players. You're the, you're the guys coaching the players. So what are you doing, Ron? And he didn't even know. That's 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 fucking rookie. That's rookie-esque. Rookie-esque yes. type of fucking, you know, that's enemy style head coach. For eight, for eight million dollars a year. <laughs> you're not, you're not yeah. getting a, you're not getting a lot out of that, are you? Let's be honest. No, it's insane. Eight, eight, eight million, eight million a year for him to stand there like that with his arms folded, like, yeah, yeah, this is this is great. This uh, I'm just really enjoying this game. And and then obviously getting the red flag the wrong times and <laughs> Yeah, the coach it's like, come on, bro. The time of the time come of on. possession decisions and the coaching yeah. and, and the coaching cha- coaches challenging was just yeah, that that left a lot to I be. It was the wrong well. times, or he took too long, or he was waiting for the replay. It's like, mate, you should have a gut feeling. Like, if you're there watching the game. That wasn't a catch, or that wasn't. Well, where's a catch. the Where's the guy in the stands telling him? Yes, it's a catch. Exactly. All the other teams have got it. All the other teams have got it all built in. I mean, I love our guy's probably Scott yeah. Turner saying something. I was near, like, oh yeah, yeah, because he's always up in the stands, isn't he? Like, oh no, mate. But there's a you know, there's even a good. <laughs> you've got a guy. Most teams have got a guy to pull the coach back. You know, when the when the play goes past or when the referees go past or the chain gang go past, they've got a guy who actually stands on the side and makes sure the coach doesn't get on the field because you can get fined for that. So, you know, it's... Imagine that. <laughs> what, we, what, we, what, 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 what's we... your job? Oh, my, um, lackey. What, what do you mean, lackey? Well, what, what do you do? What <laughs> do you do? Oh, make, sure, make sure Ron doesn't get on the field, you know what I mean? Oh, bloody hell, man. <laughs> it's a great yeah, job. I'd, yeah, take it, be, yeah. I'd take that job. I'd take that job. Yeah, too, yeah all day sure. long. Who was your standout player then? We'll go to you first, Stuart, for this. Who was your standout player for the season? Well, it was Terry McLaurin. Uh, again, when uh, some of those catches he made against something that Eagles won, we got absolutely levelled over the middle. That was a hell of a catch. Um, Indian- Indianapolis won. Yeah, wow. the Indianapolis yeah. game. And you know, everyone knows the ball was going to him and he still and he still makes the play. So That's one thing that's very strange is... Darius Slay is a really good player, but my word, he's in Terry pocket every single <laughs> yeah. game. There's no doubt about it. He, Terry owns Darius Slay. That is a certainty. He just cannot, for the life of him, deal with Terry McLaurin. Which just, just imagine how just imagine good he a is. quality QB would do oh. with Terry McLaurin. Just imagine it. Oh, like just think how good he is. Just like think how good he'd be as well. Because like, how many he's had like. Is it ten quarterbacks he's had to play with, Terry? Eleven now, I think. 11, he's yeah, and, and most of them can throw as good as I can. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> these guys aren't good. These guys aren't good quarterbacks, really. And he's still producing thousand yard to thousand yard seasons. Yeah. And only one yeah, team, only just... one season didn't make a thousand yards because he got hurt the last couple of games. And he got straight one year. Yeah. I can't remember which one. I can't what year it was. I think it might be a second season. I think. What about yourself? The guy's awesome. What's that mean? I was gonna say, what about yourself? What was your what was your favorite? For me, oh my, my favorite. Oh, oh, go on, go on, Scouts. Go on, go on. You sure? Yeah. All right. My my favorite player of the season, Cam Curl. I would say, came on again. Um, he was. He he just. I don't think 
I've heard obviously we're talking about his contract extension and people are talking about do we do we do we get him now in this off season and what people don't realize is he hasn't got the biggest name within NFL circles but the minute you take him out of our team we're lost you know Derek Forrest looked like an unbel- had an unbelievable season but without Cam Curl next to him it just wasn't the same player and that back end just doesn't look right without Cam Curl in it and for me, that's our safety tandem for the next five years. You know, sure, no, no problem because at all. Cam Curl is just one is one of the best strong safeties in the NFL. He's he is top. He's, he's top three he's, again. Top three he's again. Top, he is top three. He is top. Even forget PFF and all that. You just watch the the impact he has on our, on our team when he's in, when he's out, like you mentioned. But then also he plays in three or four different spots. These guys, like you know, these guys that he's up against, you know, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick and and these other dudes, uh, Derwin James, they play one position. He plays three. He played linebacker after time. He played strong safety after time. Even did a little bit of free safety as well in coverage. Yeah. The guy can do it all, and that's the reason why he's the best. I, personally, I think he's the best out of all. Even though they are excellent players, we mentioned by the way, but he's that good. He's that damn good. And the thing is, is that. Yeah, he was he was a seventh rounder, but that was because of the COVID year. No, no, yeah. no, no one could see what how good he really was. So we just took a flyer on him, and, he, and that's how you no know, Smith got lucky with that. Um, but what what a player! And you've you've got to get him done now. Don't yeah, fuck I around think so. for next year. Don't fuck around because if you fuck around with the next season. He'd be like the Devon Payne thing now. Be like, oh, well, instead of a twenty million a year that he wants, it's going to be twenty three million a year, twenty four million, because the cap's going to go up along with it, and he's going to expect that kind of corn. Yeah. Get it done now. Just pay the price. Whether it's eighteen to twenty mil is probably the going rate for Cam. It's a big. It's a big. It's a lot. It's big of money. money it's big money. But he plays three positions, mate. He, 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 you know, I mean, he's, he's more than just one dude. You know, he really is. He's that. He's that good. He's that. I think, good. You're, I think you're right, Scouts, as well. Like, if to be honest, if you've got a player who is even above average, you do have to sign them there and then because the market only ever goes up. It's never coming down, is it? That's not when right. you're quality, not when you're a quality yeah. player, man. The only, well, as you the, said, the only thing that's helping us is that, as you said, he doesn't have a national yeah. audience yet. Where like, oh my god, this how good this guy is. But if you don't sign him this season, you him. if you don't sign him this off season, what's he play like next year? Does he then have that national audience? You know what I mean? Does, well, it, does it come it. to that? Does it come does to it, that? Well, that well, he, it depends he who, he, that. Who, he, who he goes to. If you don't sign him, <laughs> if yeah, he goes to true. Dallas, he'd be writing the TV all the time, wouldn't he? And he'd be like, oh my god, what a player! Because he realizes how good he actually is. Because he'd be on telly all the time, like, and as in nationally, you know, it's UK's different to, to the Yanks. You know what I mean? Like we have it, we can watch all the games, and we can watch, you know, nationwide. We can all watch the games, but we're there in the states. You can't unless you're on national prime time games. So like, who was your standout? Francisco, then? Don't watch games. You know what I mean? Like this doesn't doesn't happen. Who was your standout, Scouts? Are you going Cam Curl? Well, I mean, obviously, I love Cam Curl. Um, hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying something something a bit different, really. Uh, I'm probably going to say Jamin Davis. You know, um, he had a he had a great he, he, he had a big time leap up, step up. Definitely in improved so much. Yeah, and and I think it's just it's just knowing the knowing the system, knowing knowing exactly what he's doing, and even they had even at the um the mic didn't he, he had the um the, the green yeah dot the green dot didn't he, he had the green dot yeah. and he's calling players and you can tell he's just getting used to he's just getting his head around it and he's just first season yeah he wasn't that good but that's he was thinking too much he was overthinking things and he was always a step too uh, far behind that and then then in the NFL you can't be you've got to be able to be you've got to be so reactive and so fast which he is but the first year he was awful because he just couldn't he just didn't know 
oh yeah, I should be reading that. You know what I mean? He's always thinking in his own head. This time around, it's come more natural to him, and you can tell that he's just a lot better. He's just a lot better, and he's just, just going to keep getting better. Hopefully, we can give someone with him who's actually any good, and then well, you know we might have a chance. But... I was going to say, if Cole Holcomb can get healthy again, he's he, he's had some good games. I know he gets. He's okay. Bit... Yeah, I mean, he's you know he's average. Free agent. He's, he's a free agent, and he's going to want probably four to six million a year. Oh, when he's yeah, gone, that's then. not horrific though. <laughs> yeah. That's not horrific, I don't think, for it's not, a middle it's linebacker. Not. That's he's average. That's average wage, isn't it, really, for a starting linebacker? Yeah. Four I mean, to six yeah. mil. But for me, so. it's like, I, I want someone better. you got to upgrade, not just get your same bang average dudes back. you got to upgrade. And for so me, go, you know, obviously, Troy Edmonds would be nice. But obviously yeah, moving good. on from that, then, there's <laughs> another... It, this, seg, this segues quite well into the next one, so... Do you, I'm not sure if you know all the free agents of the team that are out there, Stuart, and if you don't, that's fair enough, but is there a free agent that you want to see return that you would go, right, we have to have that guy back again? Return oh, one, one of our one of our potential Yeah, one, one of our free agents, yeah. Um, is it Payne who's becoming a free yeah, agent? Yeah, Payne's so a free agent. I, yeah, yeah, so I'd want Payne back. I think he, he's quality. And again, as long as you can keep that line together, that is, this is this is the biggest problem. Cost some money, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about money, as we've just we've, yeah. we've, money seems to be the rele- the relevant theme through this pod tonight. But we're we're getting there with this, and it's you know, Chase Chase's fifth year options up seventeen million for Chase. Montez Sweat needs paid in, in the next off season. Do we pick his? You know, if he's got a fifth year option as well to pick up, you've got Payne who's going to want I think twenty he is in his fifth million. Year. Is he in his fifth year now? This is his fifth year now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was saying, so, next year you need to pay him. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. So uh, then, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> it's painful, man. It's painful, <laughs> pain. But you know what I mean. This kind of. But the, we yeah, always knew this was going to happen. Hard. We had this conversation two, two and a half years ago, and it's like you you can't pay all these first rounders. You just never. Well, the thing is, right? Do it at the at the start when you had all these guys starting for you before injuries and all that. You had you had obviously the same four dudes. Out of the four, who would you have thought? Uh, you can't pay them all. One's got to go. Who would you be picking? At the start, who would you pick in? Well, probably I would, sweat. I would... At the start, you'd probably pick Payne. Payne, I would have said At the start, yeah. start, I think. Because you think, oh, you know, he's, he's, he's all right, but we can replace a defensive tackle, you know, the, the mm-hmm. middle guys, you know, we can get someone. Now, because of his season this year, it's like, shit, we can't let him go. How good is he? So now you're like, shit. So now it's down to, and obviously John Allen's already been paid. So there's no point in him thinking about him going. So you've got, now you've got the two ends and you've got, and one end's got to go. So now, so now the two, you'd think, who do you want to get? Who you got to get rid of? Chase Young for me at the minute, because only because sounds, of his injuries. This guy's meant to be. Harsh, but yeah. Don't forget, this guy was called the Predator for a reason, though. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, <laughs> this guy is an absolute, absolute beast when it comes to to chasing down quarterbacks. But right but now, been injured. I'd rather pay pain. Uh, sorry, sweat than I would pay Chase. And I know that sounds really, really harsh, but we haven't very, seen it because of the injuries. Difficult. It's so hard, isn't it? But that's the thing. Who be it? Do you rely on them? Who'd be a GM, eh? Who'd be a GM? Especially for our team at the moment, yeah. I mean, because you got this is the problem. See, you've got rags to riches throughout the whole team, haven't you? You've got unbelievable defensive line, then you've got absolute dog shit offensive line, or you've got offense or, or linebackers, one decent one, the rest of dog shit. Great wide receivers. See what I mean? Like you've got like rags to riches throughout the whole squad. We just need to we need to sort it out, man. We need to kind of like find these like these uh, no like not a Cam Kill, even better if we can find something like that in the late rounds, but Anything that even like half as good as him in the late rounds, in the linebacker or you no know, offensive lineman or even tight ends again, 
But yeah, but just fucking it's just, it's, it's, it's hard to build a roster. It's hard Massively. to build a roster, isn't it? Really, really hard. Especially when especially when you're your QB is gonna take all your cash, but obviously I won't be lucky at the moment unless we go out and get one. So overall grade for the season then. What are you gonna say, Scouse? Overall grade for the season. C minus. Mm, good, good. Stuart? I'm gonna go C plus. I'll go with I'll go with a C, C. standard standard <laughs> C, a D yeah. in between exactly. all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll go with I'll go with I'll go with a standard C. It depends think, just... where you go, and if, if it's got ten, if it's F. If you go, with... yeah. <laughs> we'll probably talk about that. The coaches uh, next game next week. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk. But, about uh, that next yeah, it's fucking. And the last one for us then. Hopes for next season. We'll start with you, Stuart. Hopes for next season. Well, uh, obviously, new owner um, number one, uh, a competent quarterback. And um, like a good running game. I mean, I'm just like obviously the offensive line that can actually get you somewhere. Great, great answer, great answer. You've took my, uh, you've took my uh, thread <laughs> there. I was about to about to go down that route. Scouse, what about yourself? Hopes for the season? Make the playoffs. It's as simple as that. Got to make the playoffs. Win a game, especially with the new new ownership there as well. Ron's Ron's on the hot seat big time. You know, we even we even heard about Sean Payton saying like yeah. some guys have been asking about him. Would he would he coach us now this season? If as soon as he takes over, which means that the new owner didn't give a shit about just destroying everything in one go as soon as he gets in. So Ron's if Ron, I reckon now though because Payton's gone, I reckon it will be that Ron stays for the season. But he's got to prove something. He's got to go out there and say, look, man, I'm good enough. I'm going to get us, you know, twelve wins, or we're going to get in the playoffs and get get maybe one playoff win. Then you can go okay, and then that make the owner think about do a fire him or do keep him on. And yeah, that's tough. You got if you're wrong, that's the only way you got to think about it. Do you know what tough I mean? so, changing season ahead, isn't it? It's a really tough changing season. New ownership, possibly new head coach midway through, or you know, at least we've got pieces around like new offensive coordinator who could potentially become a head coach. We don't know how this is going to be. We've, but got, we've got a brutal schedule as well. It's terrible. It's I mean, brutal. even... And I don't... This is the thing. Fucking brutal. I, I, thought, I thought if you had a fourth-place schedule, it's meant to be easier on strength of schedule than because you're the bottom of the pack. But if you look at the, the calibre of quarterbacks that we're playing against next year, I can't see eight wins. I really can't. I'm struggling to find... That's why you've got to make sure that, that we've, got, we've got to be really good. Do you know what I mean? To be able to beat these teams... Still, still, I still that, hear the rumours that we we're in play for Justin Fields and Chase Young could go to, as part of the bait and 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 the sixteenth well, well, pick. If that's the case, well then well, there's the answer to um, who'd you keep out of sweating and Chase. You know, yeah. you, keep, you, you keep sweat, you trade Chase, and then you get hopefully Justin Fields as part of keep it. Keep hearing that rumour and. Uh, Bears, Bears Twitter was in meltdown the other day when they heard that. So, but they they were loving it or hating it. Hating it, but they were quite. Um, mm-hmm. They seem to be quite high on Bryce Young um, and, and a quarterback within the within the uh, draft. But I don't see Just that happening. I think don't get a quarterback who weighs about three stone. I Just think don't do the, it. I think the Bears Just will trade out of that spot. I think they'll trade the trade with Indianapolis, and the Colts will have the number one overall pick. Where they pick at the moment, Indy? Fourth, fourth, I think. Fourth, I think fourth. something like that. Yeah. So it's not unimaginable to do that. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to uh, interesting to see. Well, that just about wraps us up, then, folks. Thanks for staying with us for the show, Stuart. Really appreciate you being on as as, as always, and um, thank you for coming on and telling us your story. 
uh, honestly really appreciate you reaching out to us and obviously if anyone has got any feedback they want to give us we are at one point safety four on twitter um, I don't have that in the uh, outro, but if you listen to the outro after this, you'll be able to find where we are on Twitter as well for me and Scouse. Stuart, if you just want to plug your social media handle as well, just for people who are watching on YouTube or listening to the pod, if you want to do uh, that. Uh, you can find me at, at Disco Cullen for my rants on on Twitter or even on TikTok for my annual Super Bowl wow. prediction. You're a TikToker <laughs> awesome. on the show. Yeah. Like it, like it, like it. Well, that's about us, but thanks very much for joining us, everyone. We'll be back next uh, Friday morning. This uh, should drop into your uh, your feed on Friday. Um, we'll speak to you soon. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to The One Point Safety Show. You can find us on all major podcast apps, Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please subscribe to the podcast, and if you'd be kind enough, please leave us a five-star review. You can find us both on Twitter, at ScouseAndy20 and at ScottyH84. We hope you can join us again for another episode of the One Point Safety Show. Thanks, everybody.